Welcome to the Period Queen podcast. My name is Lucy Peach. I'm a period preacher and I want you to have your greatest period ever. I'm day 15 of my menstrual cycle and I'm telling you this because it's something I ask myself every day. And if you have a cycle, so should you. I know you probably hear this all the time, but what I'm about to share with you really will change your life, just like it did for me and for the guests I'll be speaking with. The inimitable Constance Hall. Really, really into the idea of us you know, utilising this energy for our own benefit rather than just continually being used against us. Mama Kin, a connection craftswoman. But this was the first time someone had given me a doorway into this is a good thing. Universally adored menstrual coach Claire Baker. Menstrual cycle awareness has just given me so much freedom. Yeah, freedom. I, it's given me so much freedom. And that's the, that's the like rhetoric, isn't it? That like a period is a curse and having a period is something that holds us back. And Australia's most eminent girly feminist, Clementine Ford. There's value in being in touch with your emotions that has been discredited throughout history. It's seen as being a very female trait and anything that women do is bullshit in the eyes of history and society. I live and work on the land of the Noongar Wadjuk people in Western Australia. I was born in 1980, in the year of the monkey. I'm a Leo, a mother, a partner, a musician. I never imagined that one day I would also be a period preacher. But after writing a theatre show called My Greatest Period Ever, with science and songs and stories and capes and catsuits that was animated live by my husband, a period preacher is what I became. And hereby begins my sermon. There will be five episodes over the course of one whole menstrual cycle, and this episode is to prepare you for becoming a period queen. Period what? A period queen. And it's simple. All you need to do to be a period queen is to, well, have a period, but to ask yourself often, what day am I on? What do I need? And how can I best channel my power? Of course, you can still do what you want and need to do whenever you want to do it, but when you understand that your menstrual cycle affects the way you feel and that it's okay that you don't feel the same every single day, it gives you permission to be where you are and to see yourself through a different lens that doesn't admonish or shame or make you feel guilty for not feeling a certain way at a certain time. Your cycle is a way to channel what is amazing about you and you can harness how your hormones make you feel. If you don't have a menstrual cycle but you're interested in the experience of having one or you know someone who does, and that's everyone, and you want to better understand them, then you'll benefit from this podcast too. It's really just about going with the flow. And whether you have a cycle or not, that is something we can all do with a lot more of. Just to be clear, I want to acknowledge straight up that everyone experiences periods differently and I certainly don't want to create more expectations or pressure around an already fraught subject with 
everyone feeling they need to love every single thing about their periods. Sometimes a period is just inconvenient. Sometimes it's a painful reminder that you aren't pregnant. Sometimes it actually is physically painful. And as anyone with endometriosis will attest to, sometimes it can cripple you. But what also hurts is the idea that something we were created to do has been demonised. It's no secret that periods have had a bad rap for, look, let's just go with a few thousand years, at least. Periods have long been seen as a source of shame, something that we've had to hide. But where does the shame live? What else do we feel that we have to hide? What does it do to children who become adults who've grown up knowing that a part of their bodies is shameful? Period shame has been one of the most successful ways of making women feel small. And can we just sit on that for a moment? Because periods are completely innate, because none of us would be here without them, and yet we've been shamed for the very process that ensures the survival of the species. We all know, deep down, how incredibly fecked this is. And it's time to speak up. Your blood is amazing. It's proof. Proof of your power to create, to regenerate, to let go, and to continually start again. That you can bleed for days and days without dying, yeah, yeah, no biggie. And we've come a long way. In the last few years, periods are more present than ever before. They're more visible beyond seeing blue liquid in a commercial. And finally, we are seeing them treated with less shame. But we can do better than that. Because the truth is better than that. The most amazing thing that no one talks about is this. Your menstrual cycle is so much more than just the presence or absence of your period and the hormonal changes we experience throughout the month are not some random roller coaster. They are actually four distinct hormonal phases that each arrive in turn, one after the other, with their own strengths and benefits and ways of making you feel and of course, you can still do whatever you want, whenever you want, but if you have a menstrual cycle, you will have these phases. And once you know what they are and how they work for you, you can predict them and plan for them. You can use them again and again and again, and you might as well, because you'll likely do it 450 times. And it's not a At school, if you're lucky, you might have learned about periods as though they are inherently a problem to be managed, the solution being sanitary products, without which you'd be rendered, heaven forbid, unsanitary. Thank goodness we now have more access to sustainable options, which I'll get to later. But for many of us, we're initiated into this incredible process in hushed tones by being given disposable rubbish to bleed into. And the other furphy is that the menstrual cycle is only valuable in terms of your capacity to reproduce. 
Yes, you can use it to reproduce, but you also use it to create and produce all kinds of things. Ideas, projects, relationships, dreams. Your body is not just for making babies. But we're not told any of that because people are still hung up on the blood. Which is actually weird because although having a period is heralded as the hallmark of a cycle, it actually isn't. It's ovulation that's the real power source and that's how we make hormones. It horrifies me that people are still being sent on their merry way to navigate the emotional landscape of having a cycle without so much as a mud map. And that's what this podcast is. It's a companion for your cycle to help you learn about your phases and how to harness them as your own life coach. If you have a menstrual cycle, you've likely noticed that you don't feel the same every single day. Your energy changes. And along with periods, these shifts in how we feel have been pretty demonised too. Women are so emotional, unpredictable, irrational. Yeah, well, that's a lie. Okay, not the emotional part. I love emotions. If I wasn't emotional, I'd be a robot. The lie is the unpredictable part. Unpredictable says who? If you zoom out from a daily perspective to see the month as a whole, you'll see the bigger, more magnificent picture. You'll see that just like the moon, of course we are constantly changing, waxing and waning. If you have male hormones, it's a bit different. Your major hormonal driver is testosterone and its production is fairly constant. It peaks in the morning, it fades with the day and is renewed with sleep. It's a 24-hour cycle, much like our connection to the sun. Testosterone, males, the sun, I love them, they're great, but they're different to us. And for so long, because the male experience has been considered the default in every arena, anything other than that just didn't warrant a mention. So, back to the moon. There are two major moments in the lunar cycle. One is when it is full and dazzling and ta-da, and the other is when it is brand new and dark and barely even there. In a menstrual cycle, it's the same ovulation and menstruation. You are always either experiencing or preparing for these two major events and that is where the four hormonal phases come in. So we begin on day one with the first day of bleeding at menstruation. This first phase I call the dream phase. This is when your hormones are at their lowest. This is like your dark moon. And it's when you are closest to your deepest self. It's a time for ultimate self-care. And anything you do now to rest and slow down will pay off later, like an investment in the month ahead. This is the time to stop before you start. It's the time to ask yourself, what do you want to grow and give life to next? And then... After the depths of menstruation, you climb a metaphorical mountain as you make your way up to ovulation. You're powered by rising estrogen, which makes you strong and fast and determined, sometimes a little bit impatient. It ends with a shot of testosterone, and for a moment, you are literally superhuman. All of the ideas that started to bubble away while you were slow and still and bleeding are now begging to be released and set into motion, which is why I call this pre-ovulatory time the do phase. And then you reach the peak of the mountain, which is ovulation, or like your full moon, 
and you are all about it. Fabulous is your first, middle and last name and everyone wants a piece of you and who can blame them and you just want to dish it out like strawberry shortcake and why not? This is a time of abundance featuring piles of progesterone, nature's feel-good hormone. And that's why I call this post-ovulatory time the give phase. You have the world on a string and it's ever so tempting to spend yourself like there's no tomorrow as if you have piles of money burning holes in your pockets. But don't do that because if you give it all away and you skid into this final premenstrual week with nothing left, dun-dun-dun... This phase can suck hard. You're coming down the mountain. You use all that ovulatory goodness, and once your body realises you won't be using it to reproduce yourself, it says, feck it, that beautiful nest I was making, just in case along with everything else you were doing, you decided to make a human, it's going, and so are you, all of you. Get lost, I'm about to let go, and I do not want to take on another thing at this juncture. Be gone, all of you. This is a very misunderstood time. It comes after an intense period of productivity and generosity, doing and giving, and then what the actual hell is this fuckery and why can't I stand anything? You're heading down the mountain, back to the very beginning of yourself and about to do the whole thing again. And that's why I call this phase the take phase, because it's time for you to take a step back, to take the biggest piece of cake, also because your metabolism is now peaking and you're so hungry you could eat off your own arm, You need to take whatever it is that you need before you start to do it all over again. And again, 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 And full disclaimer, I am not the first person to suggest that there is gold in them, their hills. And mine isn't the only way of looking at it. There is undoubtedly much wisdom from the traditional owners of our lands. And as we mend these threads, this conversation will keep growing and getting bigger and more expansive and inclusive until knowing your body and its power is a way of life for everyone, no matter what body you have or where you are. That's the world I want to be a part of. And you can too. What Got Me Started was a book I read back in 2009. I was a human biology teacher working in sexual health and a newish mum, and I read The Optimised Woman by Miranda Gray, and she uses these words for menstruation, reflective, for preovulation, dynamic, ovulation, expressive, and premenstruation, creative. This last one in particular for me was a game changer because it gave me the idea to use my premenstrual time as a chance to channel my energy into writing music and songs with as little fucks as possible to give about what anyone else thought and whether I was good enough or deserved to be doing it. So I just did it. And not only did it make me write more music, but it made me like myself when I was premenstrual. And that's how this journey began for me. If you're going to delve into this world, you should also know about Alexandra Pope, who originally saw the synchrony between the menstrual cycle and the outer seasons and began to speak of the inner seasons of the cycle. Menstruation as winter, preovulation as spring, ovulation as summer, and premenstruation as autumn. 
She then joined forces with Shani Hugo Wurlitzer and together they wrote a wonderful book called Wild Power. And after pioneering the concept of menstruality, they created Red School, where you can do online courses. And if you'd like to do one at redschoolonline.net, you can use the code PEACH for a little discount. Right now, the best way for you to learn about your cycle is just to pay attention to it. Every day, ask yourself, what day am I on? What do I need? And how can I channel my power? Before you jump to the conclusion that there is something wrong with you, look at yourself through the lens of your cycle. Another thing that helped me connect to my cycle and care for myself during my period was when I started exploring sustainable options. And there are so many to choose from, and I've tried lots of them. But Modi Body really do make the loveliest, softest, most comfortable bamboo period pants. I'll talk more about that in the next episode about the dream phase and menstruation. Follow your So as I said, I'm day 15. I've just ovulated, which means I have rising progesterone and an overwhelming desire to hug my friends and anyone really, which is challenging in these current corona conditions. But there are silver linings, like making this podcast, which I'm doing in lieu of a book and music tour. The book is called Period Queen, and the songs you'll be hearing are from an EP or a small album that I made with songs for every phase of the menstrual cycle. And if you want to know more about any of these things, you can go to periodqueen.com.au. So I'll be releasing one song and one episode every week for a whole menstrual month. And this podcast is a companion to help you understand the power that is within you. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's tender, sometimes it's crunchy. And it might sound like I'm talking about vegetables, but I'm actually talking about your hormonal phases and the fact that you basically have four different superpowers. Every episode, I'll be running you through one of these phases and how it makes you feel physically, but mostly emotionally, and how you can use it to channel what is most amazing about you during any given week. With every phase, in every cycle, you have an opportunity to get to know yourself and the ways that you are uniquely wonderful. We're made this way for a reason. There is a time to dream, a time to do, a time to give, and a time to take, and the time to start noticing is now. Whatever day you are on, be where you are and just notice. After a while, you'll learn your own map. You'll learn where the sharp corners are, the bumps and the bits where you fly. And I'm going to help you. We're going to walk, sing, laugh, cry and fist pump our way through this whole month. We've channeled solar power, we've channeled wind power and even tidal power. Now it is time to harness your menstrual power. In the next episode, I'll be talking to Constance Hall and we'll be talking about periods and we'll be going deep into the dream phase.